This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning. We're coming up on 20 minutes past the hour. My name is Monsignor Schumacher, your host. A couple of things. Remember our, our app. You can listen to any of our daily programs on the RPR Network by way of our app. Go to your app store on your smartphone, mobile device, and download the Real Presence Radio app. Uh, On my Android operating system phone, it's called Play Store. It's usually called App Store, whatever. You can find it. Once you have it, uh, you can assess. It's accessible anywhere. Real Presence Radio is accessible anywhere to you at any time. And don't forget our website as well, realpresenceradio.com. You can listen to any podcast as well. And you can, above all, submit a prayer intention for Prayerfully Yours. And so we we have worked to uh, layer uh, your accessibility to Real Presence Radio, and God just uses that even more for his effectiveness. My next guest is a regular contributor to Real Presence Radio, uh, a a guest I always enjoy visiting with, Bishop John Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. Bishop Quinn, good morning to you. Good morning, Monsignor, and thank you for once again having me... uh on Real Presence Radio is always a great blessing for me. It's great to to be with you, and as you have listened perhaps to the uh, first hour, I have our seminarian assigned to me for the summer. Nick Vetter uh, is uh, helping me out today. Bishop oh, Quinn, it's good to be with you. Good, Nick. God bless you, and keep following uh, the call of the Lord. It's an incredible life that God is calling you to, so know you have my prayers and my support. Absolutely. Thank you, Bishop. It's uh, great to have you on the air with us. And so as we begin, um, let's just talk about your recent meeting with the governor of Minnesota this week, how it went. Uh, the uh, uh, state here of uh, Minnesota, as you know, uh, is not quite uh, uh, able yet, at least m- maybe as of today, uh, to raise the numbers uh, to such a degree that we can resume uh, you know, public masses. The, still the number is 10. And I know that's for the you know, purpose of trying to uh, you know, reduce the transmission of the COVID-19 virus. But at this point, uh, really the church needs uh, to uh, gather our people for worship. And so this week we've made it known to the governor that we would really like him to adjust that uh, either to increase the numbers uh, so that we can have more people at Mass, or that it could be a percentage of the overall seating of a church, say maybe 25 or 30 percent. So this week was really to put those requests before the governor. Uh, we, of course, will observe all of the uh, uh, necessary uh, safety protocols to keep our people healthy, but we'd like to be able to resume the celebration publicly of Mass, uh, surely uh, by Pentecost or around Pentecost, for parishes that are able to do that. You know, uh, Bishop Quinn is our guest. It's interesting that we're, we're all um, kind of in, in different stages of resuming uh, life after this global pandemic, Bishop. 
Um, here in the Diocese of Bismarck, I mean, I had about 125 people at my 930 Mass on Sunday. You know, every other pew is blocked off. We distance them. We spread them out. We put them down in our parish life center. You're speaking of, of 10. And right. I know that the bishops in Wisconsin are, are, are working to resume Mass uh, for, for less than 10 people within a, a week or two. Um, the Diocese of Sioux Falls is moving forward uh, with precautions in place. Um, when, when do you think you will at least have what we have here in the Diocese of Bismarck, your, your church is half full with what we call, you know, social distancing? Well, Ed, I wish I could uh, be more specific. The request has been put in um, to the governor and... I know uh, yesterday I, I was at a Zoom meeting with uh, health care officials for the state of Minnesota, and I know the Archbishop of here in the province has uh, made very much known that request uh, to the governor. So there has been really an effort on multiple, through multiple channels. Uh, I, uh, I hear, I have heard this morning that the governor may have a press conference today, and perhaps we'll learn more at that time if he's made an adjustment. It just seems that it's time. Uh, you know, there are uh, other uh, facilities that are opening around the country. Um, people are shopping, are moving around, mm -hmm. and they're able to make good judgments. Our people are smart. They know that this is a contagious virus. Uh, people will wear masks. They will uh, be careful to observe the distancing with another. So I think it's really, uh, we're asking the governor, we're ready to do our part. Uh, it's time for public worship to resume. So we're waiting to hear from him. Bishop Quinn is our guest. Bishop John Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. He's a regular contributor to Real Presence Live and certainly a friend of Real Presence Radio. We're talking about his diocese during this pandemic. Uh, Bishop Quinn, you are a, a very wise man. You, I always, you're, you're a perfect gentleman and a wise man, and you've experienced far more than I have. And we, we all know how this has affected us negatively. Tell us about some of the graces. What good has come from this global pandemic in the last seven, eight, nine weeks? You know, the greatest gift that I see as I pray about this is the deepening of the desire for the gift of the Eucharist. That because uh, people have not been able to receive the Eucharist, I've been amazed at uh, the people who have sent me letters and emails and how they've said, you know, I've taken this so much for granted, and now uh, a yearning, a deep desiring in the interior life. So I, I've noticed how that has impacted. Also, uh, I hear confessions regularly, as all, you know, priests do, and I've noticed just among penitents, um, people coming back who, um, you know, are... For some reason, grace is abounding in this time period and want to once again reconcile with the Lord and with the Church and in their life. I also see families uh, taking much more seriously time for prayer together, that uh, mm -hmm. they are together, and now they're beginning to say, well, maybe we should pray. They'll pray the rosary. Uh, 
They make sure that there's an opportunity before bedtime. Um, so there's been very, I see some very, <clears throat> you know, positive uh, things happening. And, uh, you know, we always know that in the midst of struggles, uh, grace abounds and that the Lord's uh, great presence is always going to be greater than what we imagine. And the Lord is touching hearts through all of this. Indeed. Yeah. Bishop, uh, I was at your Mass when you said Mass at St. Peter's Basilica during your Ad Limina visit uh, to Rome, which was a great homily on our relationship with God, our relationship mm. with Jesus Christ. Uh, and you're talking about these same graces happening uh, in your diocese that people desire uh, to encounter God, as always, that it's always a, a, a new, a fresh encounter with the living God. It is also a, a, another way the Lord surprises us with all the ways in which people are being nourished by the Lord uh, when we're not able sometimes to do it the way we would like because of, again, the COVID-19. But uh, our vocation director told me that we have four who are entering the seminary this fall. Um, and That's great. to have four at this time of the year is always uh, a grace, but it's also the Lord saying, you know, stay hopeful. The Lord's at work, and this is His church. And just remember, you only have to take care of the vineyard for a certain amount of time. <laughs> just do a good job while you're in it and know the difference between the weeds and the wheat, huh? Yes. Yeah, of course. Uh, that we believe uh, that he's with us. He's always working among us. Uh, and we're not alone. We're not we're alone not, uh, during this pandemic. The Lord is much with his people. Our, our churches here were able to remain open, even though we didn't have public masses. And the priests all tell me how touched they were to see people coming at different times when the church was open, and very much aware that God is in our midst. And But that uh, asking, what is it that the Lord is asking of us through this? And I think we still need to ponder that and pray over that more. Yes, of course, uh that uh, the lack of control that we have over this uh, can make us feel isolated, make us feel like no one's there to support us, like we're the only ones uh, who are going through this. And yet, uh, in reality, uh, Christ is always with us. Um, always. And the people. Um, have you heard uh, of different ways pastors are reaching out to people uh, through live streaming masses or... Uh, just in different ways to encounter their people during this time. Well, I'll tell you, that's one of the, again, great blessings that have occurred. Uh, it has accelerated our use of technology. Um, I, I think it's fair to say almost every parish here in the diocese has live-streamed masses to their people, uh, even where they took a stick and taped their cell phone to it uh, and were yeah. able to stay even in a, in with that, uh, so that people can, uh, you know, receive the graces of the Mass. And uh, uh, places also have become much better at, even with transmitters, and have had uh, parking lot Masses where people remain in their cars and they tune in on a certain channel and can hear the, the prayers of the Mass and the homily. Uh, our priests have... Uh, done marvelous things, including with the 
sacrament of anointing of the sick and the sacrament of penance. Uh, they've really gone out of their way to make as much of the sacramental life presence. I think it's changed us, and it's made us less afraid to try technology. And right. uh, yeah. I think parishes, too, through this are saying, gosh, we really do need to have better communications so we can send out to all of our families at one time a hopeful message. So um, I, it is true that old dogs can learn new tricks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, this old dog uh, I teach at St. Mary's University, so I had to finish the course I was teaching oh, wow. there um, on Zoom. And I had to learn a lot of new things to be able to do that. But as I said to somebody, this old dog did learn some new tricks. And I was very grateful. Of course, my students uh, very helpful. So a lot of grace and a lot of, uh, I think the Lord is inviting us to continue to evangelize and not be afraid. Bishop yes. John Quinn, I can't thank you enough. Thank you for being on the show with us today. Good. Thank you, Monsignor, and, and blessings on this marvelous thank work. Thank you for all of the work you do in extending the gospel and the the hope-filled message of Jesus Christ you bet. to our people here uh, in our diocese. Blessed remember, are you. I remember when you came out to Medora for a region bishop's meeting, and I was Bishop Kagan's airport runner. I picked you up at the airport. You remember that, I think, but I, I certainly I do. do. But I, 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 I'll, I'll pick you up from the airport at any time, Bishop. Okay? You're the best. Just I appreciate have that. Have your people talk to my people. I wish you a good day, okay? Thank you. God bless <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Bishop John Quinn, you know, a great supporter of Real Presence Radio. I always enjoy visiting with him, and uh, uh, they are, are blessed to have him. And, you know, if you're going to Mass or can go to Mass right now, you know, there, there's a lot of areas where you can only have 10 at Mass or no Mass. So our, our, our Upper Midwest Real Presence Radio listening audience has a variety of reopenings. We have to pray that we all get through this. So as we come up on 34 minutes past the hour, we're going to take a break. We're going to have the Most Holy Rosary next. Uh, and whatever you need prayers for, uh, we're, we're, we're going to lay them now. We're going to lay our intentions at the feet of our Lord through our Blessed Mother. That's what's next as Real Presence Radio continues. So let's take a little break and, and uh, round up the kids. Uh, we're going to pray the rosary when we come back in just one moment. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. <laughs> 